the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Petro Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here on this Monday. Can you believe it? Uh, January's almost over uh, the 30th day. Uh, one more day and already one twelfth of the year will already be behind us. 800-951-0592 at the website at allamericangold.com. And, you know, yesterday they had the big football games on, right, the the winners going to the Super Bowl, and uh, the, the Chiefs get in, kind of, you know, a, a penalty at the end of the game, which you always hate seeing, right, you rather – have them win it, you know, in, in better fashion than a penalty. Put them in field goal range. But but how about the the game before that, the Niner Eagle game? Uh, the Niners quarterback, like really early in the game, hurts his elbow. They go to the backup. He gets a concussion. They got to go back to the starter who can't even throw the ball. I mean, it, it was it was absolute. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. But you know what? We, we've got my son Joey with us, uh, and I know Jason. I bring this up because a lot of people feel like the, the San Francisco 49ers, when it comes to investing in Wall Street, they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I can't, I can't throw the ball. I, I can't play in this game. Uh, but, but this is why uh, we have Joey with us. He's usually here uh, with us every Monday. But uh, with the holidays and our new YouTube thing, Jason, this is the first time uh, we've had him uh, since we've gone to the new YouTube video. Yeah, we're going to see how it works out. We're, we're always working on getting uh this and the next show, the, the half empty coverage. We're trying to, get, trying to get more of this stuff broadcast, get more material out there for people to watch and listen to. So uh, we're just, uh, it just things weren't working out, right, Joe? So we're, we're, we're working. Let's see if this one works, right? Well, we'll yeah, work. we don't know what's going to happen here. We think it's going to be okay. If, if somehow uh, the YouTube video is shorter, that'll be why we couldn't figure out how to get Joey's with us. Joey, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Good morning, guys. How are you? Hey, always good to have you. And again, you know, uh, uh, we don't want our, our listeners to feel like Brock Purdy and not be able, uh, to play with, with the big boys in Wall Street. But that's where you come in. You got 401ks, IRAs. Uh, you're the guy they need to be talking to. Yeah, exactly. I, I love the, uh, I love the analogy you make. You know, I like to tell everyone. We want to serve as the quarterback of your financial plan, and, and unlike football and the 49ers, we're not at risk of injury when we're going to play on the field every day. Um, so we'll always be that person in your backfield. And, yeah, it sucks to see Brock get hurt. I actually know him pretty well. Um, but it happens. That's the game of football. But in terms of financial planning, you mentioned it earlier today, January is over. We've got one more day left, and we're already hitting February, and it just seems like, Every year, things move by faster and faster, and things come at you just right at your face, and it's hard to keep track of everything, which is why you know, we believe we, you need someone in your corner. You need that quarterback to act in your best interest 
and be a fiduciary and help you lay all of your options out in front of you. IRAs, 401Ks, insurance planning, annuity planning, estate planning, whatever it may be, we serve as a one-stop shop for you, and we show you all the possibilities and outcomes we can take in regards to a plan. One answer for one person is not going to be the same for the next. Everyone has different comfortabilities, different goals, different time horizons, different assets, different income, different cash flows. We take all this into account when we chat with people and then show them a plan to help them achieve the goals that they want to achieve is as if we were in their shoes. You know, there's not a thing I recommend or show people that I'm not doing or implementing myself. You know, we make sure that before we do anything with anyone, we need to know what's going on. Right? What's your background? What's your situation? What's keeping you up at night? What's the reason you're unable to go to bed comfortably? Is it your 401k account? Is it things like the insurance planning? Is it, hey, I'm trying to put a down payment on house? Whatever it may be, we can be that person to help guide you and be in your corner. I know too many times people are like, oh, I'm going to do this, this studying myself. I'm going to educate myself, which I want you to do. It's just really hard to find that time. We're already a month into the new year, and if we can get something situated out in regards to tax planning, get your investments squared away, we can really make this relationship last forever during your retirement. I think the most important thing to note is all advisors are really good at growing people's wealth. That's what they're focused on. Whereas my firm, we are positioned in such a unique way to help people spend down their money in retirement. You know, if your advisor's having you in 80% equities and you're 60 years old and he's saying we need to keep growing our money and be aggressive, I have a problem with that. If you don't have a cash reserve or if you're like, hey, 10% because I'm pulling from these monies for retirement, well, we need to make sure that now that we've accrued our wealth, we need to set it up in tax-efficient buckets of money so you're not getting hit with that high tax bill. Then also devise a plan of, hey, how are we going to spend down from our assets? We have multiple accounts. What makes sense from a tax standpoint? And that's really where we give the best value to people as, you know, everyone can grow people's wealth, put money in the market, but can your advisor set you up in tax-free buckets and make sure that you never outlive your money when it is you do decide to retire? Now, really quick, because we're coming up on a break here, and I know most listeners do, but some don't. Uh, what's the, you know, you are a fiduciary. That's a big difference than a lot of these guys out there that are growing their money. Just really quickly talk about that. So a fiduciary means I'm licensed, right? Background checks, everything. I've passed my exam. And it means I have to legally act in your best interest. You know, some people you see social media, they're not fiduciaries. They're just saying things to get you to listen and and do what they do and follow them without having a basis for this. We're coming up on the break. We'll be right back with Joey right after this. Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason. Uh, we got my son Joey from Northwestern Mutual uh, joining us today. And again, he, he's your your 401k, your IRA, your your tax, your insurance, your your uh, estate planning. They do all of that. He does everything involved in in your financial well-being. He's a fiduciary, which is a a big deal uh, because Joey, you you don't make money on products you sell. You're not selling customer 
customers, hey, I want you to buy this because guess what? I, I, I get a big fat commission uh, if I sell you these things. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously I do get paid for certain things like assets under management or maybe an insurance product. But at the end of the day, it's your needs come before mine. And, and the way that we build our practice here is we want you to be a client for a lifetime and for the rest of your life. We are going to make sure we do everything in our power to set you up in the best way possible so that we continue to work together, you know, for forever and ever. And we're that person you can count on in the toughest part of your financial career, which is entering retirement and pre-retirement, right? It's always nice to have someone in your corner doing that, someone that's not just trying to be transactional with you, send you an account statement once a year, then that's it. That's not how we're trying to operate or how we do things here. It's more of, hey, let's get that personal relationship going, build up that trust, and really create something where we can work together and collaborate forever and ever. We want to make sure that we're setting up all of our clients before retirement and then having a game plan to spend our money down in retirement. Um, in terms of compensation, you know, we get the assets under management we get for. And then we maybe if we go forward with the product, the company pays us on the back end. doesn't actually cost you more or less to do it with us. You just have someone helping you and coaching you throughout the process. I think that at the very least, you have questions on things, how am I tracking well, why not just get another second opinion from some fiduciaries who are going to tell you exactly what's going on and give you an analysis to show how we're tracking, and if we're not, give us some creative ways and ideas on how we can get there. And then go from there and make sure we're checking in at least twice a year. Some people like to chat every quarter. And making sure that as life changes, because it will, things can get pretty crazy. We need to make sure we update your plan and change it as things, goals, income, whatever it may be, changes as life goes on. Yeah, and you're talking about changes. We got another Fed meeting on Wednesday. Uh, we're going to get a, another hike in interest rates. There's a lot of talk that this one's going to be only a quarter of a point, and the Fed uh, is getting close to a pause. Uh, and if that if that comes to fruition, this is going to be one of those years where your strategy early in the year uh, well, the Fed is raising rates may be different than what the strategy is at the end of the year if if the Fed is all of a sudden talking about lowering rates again. That, that's where someone like you is invaluable. Exactly, because, you know, we're constantly reading the rhetoric that they're producing. We're taking a close eye to the market, interest rates, them hiking, and what's it going to do to the overall market, and you're exactly right. We're probably going to invest things differently today than we will a year from now. This is why we're making sure we're meeting at least twice a year because things like this happen. The economy changes. Your outlook on things change. So your portfolio should change with it and also should the rest of your plan. We need to make sure that we make ourselves flexible and that we can kind of get through any kind of position that happens in the economy without having to stress or worry about it knowing that you've got a team behind you supporting you and help setting up your accounts the right way. You know, if you were down 25% last year, I think there's a problem with that. I think there is something you could have done, your advisor could have done differently to help you save at least 10% of that money. I mean, that's a huge deal. You talk about compound interest. Losing 25% of your money in one year is a huge hit and really can set people back. 
as you keep the discipline, right, and you rebalance that portfolio and you get it to your comfortability level, that won't be a problem. So I know I just urge you, give me a call. Reach out to my team and I at my personal cell, 602-909-9048. Again, that's 602-909-9048. And let's get you back on track. So if I miss your call, shoot me a voicemail or a text. We'll schedule a time to meet, and we'll get everything going from there and make sure we devise a plan to help us achieve whatever it is we want to achieve. Yeah, and you bring up some really great points. And, and being uh, having that guy in there to help you change that plan, that you minimize losses and you maximize gains that way. And and that's what, what, what Joey's here for is so you have that money so you can buy. Hey, you know, Jason and I are dumb, right? We want you to be able to buy more gold and silver, right? They, well, how can you buy more? Well, I got more money saved up for retirement. Uh, Joey wants you to have, have a, a comfortable retirement, have a plan so you know how much money you can spend in retirement. Uh, and hopefully, hey, if, if you've done it, right how much money you're going to leave your kids joey helps you with that as well right yeah exactly i mean we do it all and legacy planning is a huge deal there's a lot of ways we do that and legacy planning sort of ties into estate planning you have a ton of assets is there going to be a huge tax liability when you pass away well do you want to set it up to where one your kids get all of that then also set them up with a bucket of money that at the very least pays the taxes and all the transfers of those assets. I mean, there's so much that, that we can go over and do for people. It really just comes from, hey, let's start somewhere and let's go step by step. We're not going to implement 10 things at once. It's just too crazy, and people are too busy to do that. But can we implement, you know, one part of your plan step by step, make things simple and easy on each other, and continue to go forward knowing that, hey, today we're better off than we were yesterday and then continuing to approve on that. That's it. That's all you really need to do. Uh, Joey, I know you got to uh, head out for some meetings. Give out that number again. And just remember, you can always go to the 1360 website, 1360KHNC.com. Go to the sponsor section of the website, and all of Joey's information's out there. But give out that number again. Yeah, you can reach me at my personal cell, 602-909. 9048. Again, that's 602-909-9048. I look forward to chatting with you guys. And, uh, yeah, have a good one. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. And I hope we'll be back on next week. All right, Joey, we'll see you soon. Uh, that's my son, Joey, over at Northwestern Mutual. And, and, and Jason, you know, uh, really crucial to have somebody like that because they were going to save you a ton of, of losses last year. Uh, and this year, uh, J- Joey's already talking about, listen, there's going to be probably two different strategies that need to be deployed. Uh, the strategy while the Fed wraps up the rate hiking cycle and then that strategy uh, at towards the end of the year, uh, if the if that recession comes and all of a sudden the Fed's got to go the other way again. That's exactly right, Joe. Exactly. There's 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 so many uh, things uh, to be aware of of what's going on that it's it's hard for any one person to do it by themselves, especially if if you're working nine to five or even more, trying to hold your own finances together and then trying to make it comfortable. Uh, a, a comfortable way to the to those years where you can't work because I'm one of those guys, Joe. I don't I don't even know what retirement is. I don't I don't really get the whole concept of it. 
Um, I, I like the idea of, of working where I want to work. You know what I mean, Joe? You should go. I think you should always be busy doing something. So I, uh, I don't think I'll ever stop working, but I'd like to always put myself in a, in a position to do what I want to do and work whatever I want to do to earn money. But still, even, even if someone works all the way to the end, Joe, you want to, you want your money taken care of all the way to the end. Yeah. Yeah. And again, all this crazy stuff happens. I feel the same way Jason feels, but. 10 years from now, 15 years from now, maybe you feel differently. And for a lot of people, uh, Jason, that's not even a choice whether they feel differently or not. Your employer may feel differently. Uh, we all know about the, the health things, right? A heart attack or a stroke or something like that. And, and all of a sudden, hey, I can't do what it was I was doing. And, and, and you got to have that to, to fall back on and be able to say, hey, it doesn't matter. I'm still going to be able uh, to do what I want to do with no matter what the, the condition, my, my mental well-being or my physical well-being or my employer's well-being is, I can still do what I need to do. That's right. That's right. And uh, with what added to what we do, Joe, which is gold and silver, there's, there's, a, there's a lot there. And and gold and silver for me, Joe, is, is the ultimate in safety, too. So I love I love what we do also, which is, you know, hey, uh, you put this stuff away because it's very private. It's it's in your possession. I was uh, watching some guys talking about uh, gold and silver and platinum mining stocks and uranium mining stocks. And and uh, then the large the large line of, of potential problems with those things, you know, you can. A good investment is a good investment, Joe, but you better be careful. It is a gamble. You never know. You may have the best mining stock in the best place with everything lined up, and then suddenly management uh, is corrupt. <laughs> Something goes wrong, right. and the company takes Who a knows, nosedive right? because the, it's just the, a couple of guys. The, the government gets overthrown. The power goes out. There's a strike. The, the mine floods, right? The, it, it caves in. There's... Uh, you know, my uncle always used to say about, about, uh, mining stock, there's always, uh, it's a hole in the ground with a liar standing on top of it, right? Cause they, they, they always want to tell you, right? Oh, don't worry. Hey, there's this much down there and we're going to be able to get it all. We're going to be able to produce this much and it's only going to cost us that much to get it. And then, of course, all of a sudden, earnings seasons comes out, and and well, we didn't quite get as much gold or silver as we thought, and well, it, it ended up costing us a lot more than we thought. And, and, and you're you're like, well, why is my stock performing? There you go. Yeah, it's it's interesting. My wife is, you know, I don't watch a lot of television shows, and she's she's there's certain shows she likes, and she, of course, she likes those ones with the. Uh, you know, they, they take the, uh, the the hunky-looking guy and the beautiful woman. They have, like, a romance around whatever the situation from the 1700s or whatever. And so she's got me watching. I think this one's called Poldark. <laughs> and the guy runs a copper mine. And they're showing all the, uh, you know, like, of course, it's one of those shows where it has to have a lot of dramatic effect. And, uh, it, you know, they have uh, – yeah, all of all the bad things that can happen bad to this copper mine is happening during this show. <laughs> so, so I'm like, well, you know, I'm glad I just own the physical metals. It's a little easier. It's a little, a little more uh, uh, sure footing, Joe. Yeah, you don't have to worry pretty much about anything when you do. 800-951-0592. Uh, we kind of got a split market. Gold's down 5 bucks. Silver's up $0.15. Cents. Uh, the Dow is down, uh, the 10 year note at 355. And it's kind of funny because tomorrow, uh, we're anticipating the Fed funds rate to be between four and a half and four and three quarters. 
if not four and three quarters to five, and yet we're going to have a 10-year note that, Jason, it's going to be a full basis point plus below the Fed funds rate, and, and that's just not a that's not a healthy thing. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, I, I I don't know if it's, you know, you're pretty sure it's a quarter point. I, I I'm guessing I don't know. I I, I could get, I think I could see could be a half cases. point. We don't know. You're right. I have no idea, but even it doesn't really matter. I I'm starting to see more of a situation, Joe, where I think somewhere end of this year, next year, where I, I actually see quantitative easing happening with the rates staying high or even going higher. I think they're, you know, I've even seen some information, Joe, just last night, uh, where they're going to change how they compute the CPI now. They're going to change it. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if you've heard this, but they're, uh, they're going to, they're going to change how that number's com- uh, computed, which, which to me means, Joe, that maybe that CPI comes down with a new type. You know, they're talking about changing the way they compute it this year, which makes well, me wonder if they're going to try to make inflation look much lower than it really is. So they can print money, Joe. Probably, then, probably uh, what they're yeah. going to have to do because they're not going to get back to, you know, and this isn't the first time. Listen, they, they've been changing CPI, uh, to mislead, uh, ever since Greenspan, uh, was running, uh, the central bank and, and giving you these artificial numbers that really don't track anything. You know, last week we kind of made fun. It's the Fed's favorite inflation gauge, the, the PCE deflator. Well, it doesn't even track inflation, so what's it worth? Nothing. Uh, and, and again, uh, now talking about, well, we, we probably need to change the way we track CPI. Why? Well, because the CPI number is going to look too high if we don't, right? I mean, that, that's why. When we come back, we're going to talk food stamps. And the largest egg farm just burned up. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, the Department of Agriculture over the weekend uh, releasing their food stamp numbers. Uh, and Jason, it's just it's shocking because let's and again we're going by the data the government gives us when it comes to employment. We are at historic lows. A uh, matter of fact, I want to say, and I don't have the exact number, but, but I think it's close to 20 to 25% of states right now have the lowest employment uh, numbers on record. In other words, hey, pretty much everybody wants a job, got a job in this state. And yet, according to the Department of Agriculture, if you give you an example of again the the role that government is playing, in, and I know, hey, Joe, we don't have people lined up at the soup kitchen. Actually, if you go, if, believe me, if you go to a food bank, they're lined up. Trust me on that. When it's when it's lunchtime or dinner time, they're lined up at the food bank. But but you understand, you know, when you picture the Great Depression and these people in line just to just to try to get a piece of bread and a bowl of soup. Uh, 40, the, the latest numbers going back to 2019, we spent about $60 billion, uh, in food stamps for about 35 million people. Today, well, at the end of 2022, uh, in, and this is just the SNAP program. So this doesn't actually include all the other food assistance programs. That, that number has grown now, Jason. They're saying that 
in 2022, the number of people that was on food stamps, according to the Department of Agriculture, uh, not quite the all-time record high, but, but right next to it at almost 42 million people. By the way, the average benefit, and that's really what's even more important, in 2019, they're saying that the average monthly benefit was less than $130, $129 and change. That number now, almost $231. Uh, that's a 78% increase in a three-year period. Now, Jason, I went to public school, but when I, when I do math, right, uh, 78% in three years, that's a whole heck of a lot higher than six or seven or eight or nine or ten or fifteen. Heck, it's higher than twenty percent a year inflation. And, and poverty looks a lot different in 2023 than it did during the depression. It's, it's different. But one thing about the number, Joe, is is uh, now we we ran these numbers I think a couple of weeks ago on a show. I was trying to. You know, I, I did some estimations. I was uh, looking for some numbers on uh, how many people were in those those bread lines back during the Depression. And, and it really comes out to about 6, 6%, up to maybe 10% would be the high number, depending on which part of the country you're in. Of the country, we're, we're in these lines getting food that they needed. Uh, you know, 43 million, Joe, that's a lot higher than 10%. That's a lot higher than 6%. And and something else is they're tacking on some of these EBT cards are they're tacking on free cash on there too. I remember when I first came on the radio in 2018, we were doing shows on EBT cards and how these guys were going to the uh, the, lo- the local strip clubs and buying cigarettes and booze and tipping ladies and stuff with with this money. Uh, so so it's a it's a dire problem. People do need it because they don't have the money, but they're also just it's 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 a socialistic push. Towards the government is your mom and dad. Trust us only. I mean, look how many people. How many people, if told that they were going to get half their benefits cut because of economic stress, and then they say it's because of you know rich people, or it's because of uh, uh, you didn't vote for the right guy, right, Joe? Well, you know the the Department of Agriculture defending itself, saying, well, don't worry, uh, payments are going to go down starting in February. Uh, because of some COVID stuff that was on there. And we're hoping, fingers crossed, you know, you had the COLA adjustment for Social Security. Uh, some people, Jason, it looks like, according to the Department of Agriculture, are going to be in that unfortunate situation uh, where, oh, now you made too much money and, and they're going to lose the food stamps, right? Yeah, I mean, Joe, I don't see anything but a situation where these these numbers go up. How do they how do they even get the number to go down? If, if the national debt's going to keep going up, then the amount of people in poverty will just keep going up. There's just just it's it's slavery, and they're enslaving more and more people by by every day, every week, every month, every year. It's it's going to, it's going to get more severe. So, I, Joe, I wouldn't be surprised if here in the near future we see 50 million on food stamps because it's it's just another. We can give another name, right? What what is it? The uh, 
uh, the, the free money that they're going to give to everybody, right, Joe? You just stay at home and just get a check sent to you. That's 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 what it's going to amount to. There's going to be more and more people. And, getting and you're it, seeing really. a lot of cities and states try this, where they're they're just randomly uh, giving poor income people here's a thousand dollars a month and and yep. universal basic income uh, is what they're calling it, and and really food stamps is is a version of, of universal basic income. And, and the fact of the matter is, I, I think 50 million is probably going to understate it uh, before it's all said and done here. This is a growing problem where, uh, and Jason did a great job of correlating to debt. Just look at all the numbers. And as our deficits rise, the number of people on the doles of the government payroll continue to skyrocket whether that's i work for the government right i'm on i get benefits from the government social security medicare medicaid food stamps rental assistance this assistance that assistance i get a free phone i get this i get that right all of that correlates because the higher the debt gets jason the lower of the standard of living and right now we're setting ourselves up again think about it last year is going to be the low watermark for the debt for for this millennium for for this decade the low watermark for this decade so go back from uh 2020 to 2030 $1.4 trillion in a single year is going to be the low watermark. We were a nation for 200 years be, be, without accumulating $1.4 trillion worth of debt. And now that's going to be the low watermark. And the problem is the average debt for the decade, Jason, is going to be well over $2 trillion a year. And the problem is from 2030 to 2040, it's probably going to be 3 or $4 trillion. I think we hit the 3 to $4 trillion this decade. I, there, there are some very specific uh, numbers, Joe, that, that show that we'll, we'll have the $3 trillion this decade, I, I believe, for, for sure. When we get back, a processing plant, another one caught fire. This one, the largest egg processor in the country, vaporized. We'll talk about that next. Eight hundred nine five one zero zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. I still have. I have some twenties from uh, Friday still left at twenty one twenty five. Put those away. We are going to have a silver special, but we had a caller bought it all. Uh, just boom, just like that one call. Boom. I, I'm 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 buying all of it. That's just how it goes. Uh, get it put away. Twenty dollar uh, gold pieces. Twenty one twenty five at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And you know, last year, especially though, like the first eight months of the year, it seemed like Every week, one or two, sometimes three food processing plants just caught fire. I mean, it, it was nuts, right? I mean, just randomly would, would, would catch on fire. Uh, and then it kind of died down at, at the end of the year. Now, I don't know. Maybe it's a trend. 
Maybe that's when the food processing plants catch fire is the beginning, uh, the first part of the year because uh, we didn't make it out of January over the weekend. A hundred plus firefighters fought a massive fire at one of the largest commercial egg, and it may be the largest commercial egg plant uh, in the entire country. It's in Connecticut, uh, and I'm, I, you know, I, I'm seeing these pictures of this fire. Uh, the fire uh, fires, the firefighters spent hours on the 150 foot by 400 foot chicken coop where they say a hundred thousand plus chickens uh, met their untimely demise. Uh, they said that they, they, they don't know how uh, the fire broke out. Hinnendale Farms, one of the largest suppliers of chicken eggs in the United States. And Jason, uh, looks like it's a complete loss. You know, it's interesting, all the uh, big buildings and warehouses that were are going down over the last year and a half. And, uh, you know, this is just me, Joe. My mind goes to, well, I, this next economic crisis uh, could be severe enough, I believe, that insurance companies fall hard. And if, if you're, let's just say there is a plan in place. There are those that make the decisions. There's a plan in place. Um, and, and uh, well, one one part is is that hey maybe you know maybe you know hey somebody up the ladder said hey the insurance companies are going to be are really going to be insolvent uh, during this one. Well, if you have a, an old building, you'd rather go get a new building, Joe. And uh, hey, if, if this thing burns down uh, in a couple of years, you're not going to be able to collect on the thing. You may want to do that earlier. And, and and on top of that, Joe, I just uh, all these buildings burning down. And all the all the non-creation of, of getting oil processed, you know, by the Biden administration, uh, really reeks of th- that they almost want this inflation to stay hot, because if it stay if they have a, a heavy inflation, it stays really hard. I think five, six, seven percent on their CPI numbers. Uh, it's going to be hard for you to lower the uh, the interest rates, and maybe even hey, maybe you have to raise it, right? And if inflation gets worse at the end of the year, they, they, I could see them raising the rates again. Is there a reason, Joe, that the, the, the powers that be want to keep those rates higher or even raise them higher? Is there a reason that they want this inflation to stay here? And part of it, Joe, just feels like this, this is a big, huge wealth uh, changing hands from the, uh, the business class, the middle class, or just losing it all. It's all going upstairs and creating a, just a, a, a poverty class. I mean, look, you just talked, uh, you know, uh, food stamps, numbers growing and growing and growing. It's only one-sixth of the population or something like that is on food stamps. Joe, we could see uh, two-sixths of the population after this next crash on food stamps. My wife paid $9 for a dozen eggs last weekend, $9 for a dozen eggs. Uh, And the sad part was uh, the the, the cheapest eggs are like $8. I mean, you know, there's no alternative. But how rare is it? Well, let's look. 2018, do you know how many food processing plants caught fire? Two. I'll say zero. Two. Two. <laughs> 2019. Two. One. 2020. Zero. 2021. One. Last year, what was there, like 60? So far this year. So far this year. This was the fifth one. 
It's the first one I've heard of. But, Jason, according to Bloomberg, this is the fifth processing plant to catch on fire this year. That's a pace for 60 this year, I guess, huh, Joe? Five times 12. I mean, <laughs> I mean you know, you, you go, okay, well, the last four years combined, right, you, you had one, two, three, four fires in 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. That, you know, you average, okay, uh, I can do that math too, public That's one a year. On average, one a year. And now all of a sudden, uh, uh, we, we get 60 and now, uh, already, right, as Jason pointed out, it looks like we're on pace for 60 again. What the, you know, something doesn't add up there. That, that dog doesn't hunt. Joe, it just feels like it has something to do with, uh, you know, insurance and inflation. It just, it just seems like it, those are the two, two industries that are really affected with this. You know, inflation will go up if there's just, you know, it's just supply and demand. Inflation can be printing of money, but it can also be less supply. And then, like I said, Joe, there's the insurance companies. I don't think, you know, I, there's some weird stuff going on in, in, in uh, insurance, I'm telling you right now. And, and uh, with, with the COVID uh, uh, emergency, uh, and, and these buildings burning down in 2022, it's just, you know, there, there's, it's definitely seems to be orchestrated, Joe. There's definitely something uh, more to it. And I'll, I'll bet this will be the, the quietest thing because there's, there ain't nobody in the mainstream media just talking about these fires. No, nobody, Joe. I don't see, maybe the local news on those local areas, but I don't see anything in the, in the uh, mass media, you know, national or international news, Joe. Well, hey, if it, if it isn't on the mass media news, it must not have happened. Take the radio news hour, $20 gold, $21.25 at 800-951-0592. Final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason wrapping up uh, this Monday. Tomorrow, uh, the Fed meeting will start. Uh, we'll get the answer on the rate hikes on Wednesday. Uh, but uh, Jason, you know, we, there's some people been talking. We've been talking a lot about China. You know, China's reopened. How big and how important? And I, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to find out. China's also uh, reopened its tourism and travel industry already. Jet fuel prices everywhere uh, starting to skyrocket, and, and it's only going to get worse from here. Uh, but to give you the idea of importance, China passed the United States, and when it comes to uh, car exports uh, in 2020, in other words, China's uh, was exporting more cars globally than we were in 2020. In 2022, Jason, they passed South Korea and Germany and are now the second largest exporter of cars in the world behind only Japan. And unfortunately, uh, Japan's on the clock because because I'm looking at the chart here. Uh, Japan's export of cars hasn't changed in three years, and China's got, like, the hockey stick thing going. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if by next year, give China a number, another number one ranking, right? They're already the largest gold consumer in the world, the largest oil consumer in the world. Well, they yeah, got the biggest it, auto market in the world. Now they're going to be the largest exporter uh, of automobiles. 
That's a whole lot different than exporting crappy toys. A couple of years ago, I, I looked at those Chinese cars, and uh, you, you could get a really, you know, the very cheap cars. I, I think when I, when I looked at it, I think it was 2019, it was uh, like 5,000 bucks, like 5,500 bucks to buy this car, Joe. How do you not become the number one exporter of cars if you can? Here's the thing, I buy Toyota Corollas, and to get a brand new one, I think it's over 20 grand. So let's just say that the inflation that that Chinese car is like seven grand. I can buy three of those for a Toyota Corolla. Well, and which again, means that now, the first one goes even dead on like, me. like you know, Buicks and others, right? They're they're, they're building yep. these big mega global uh, car companies. They're building them there. And sending them over here, they're sending them all over over the world. To Jason's point, you know, their their own what I'll call Chinese made and produced, right? They're they're at the low end. They're they're replacing the Kias and the Hyundai's. Uh, but then a lot of cars you'll be driving, you won't even know. Oh, this is it's a Cadillac, it's a Buick, it's a Ford. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it may have been made in China. I don't think it would take too long for uh, for the Chinese to, to just move those into their own brand of cars, Joe. I mean, like, let's face it, Toyota and Nissan and these these Japanese car dealerships have done so well for so long, right, Joe? Why wouldn't China just move it into their own hands, right? Yeah, that's always the the reverse engineering and in, in these companies, you know, they 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 will make deals with the devil because in China, hey, here's the rule. You got to turn over everything, all the specs for all the machinery, right? We need to know how it's made so they can reverse engineer it. Uh, and again, it's just another one of these things of, uh, of again that we keep talking about. That's that's not a state of decline, right? When you look at at, at you know stuff like the U.S., that's a state of decline. Hey, we used to be the largest car exporter, and we're then we're the second. Now we're the well, now we're the fifth. Right, you know, oh, now we're ten. Right, that, that's how it goes. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The Dow, the S and P, the Nasdaq are all lower. Gold's off five, silver's up fifteen. Twenty dollar gold. That's the best buy on the table right now. Two thousand one hundred twenty five dollars. Jason and I were coming right back with an interesting half cup. Are we wrong? Maybe we'll see. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.